Good morning and welcome. I am so grateful that you are here with me again today. Today I wanted to talk to you about being the actual practitioner and the things to actually be aware of and taking notes when you're working with a client and their ailments. What is traumatic to you might not be for someone else. We all have different thresholds and trigger points. You also need to remember that we see and perceive the world differently from each and every living soul on it. Do you think that the way that the world looks and functions is different when a mouse looks at it? Absolutely. What you see is not necessarily the same thing that others see. You may see the same objects, but how you interpret them, feel about them, or evaluate them will differ from everybody else. But remember to always, always keep an open mind about everything. Do not judge. Just let it flow. Make sure your client has a positive association with support and change. If you are female and have trauma as a result of a female, then find this out as it could sabotage the session. Does the client need permission from anyone to change or to grow? Because at times we block that and we don't give ourselves permission to change or grow or release the hurt or to see that we may be the cause of that hurt. Give yourself permission to release and to grow. If the client panics and you go into panic as well, then the best solution would be getting both of you into an alpha brainwave state. Therefore, by taking 10 deep breaths in through the nose, holding it to the count of four, and breathing out through pursed lips, even rubbing the shoulders when you're doing this breathing will kickstart the central nervous system to start calming down naturally. All practitioners have their own personal issues that they're working through on a day-to-day -day basis. It's a process in life that is taking place at this very moment all across the world. They have their own experiences while helping clients experience their journeys as well. It is important to always remember that as a practitioner, you are still human. 
Practitioners often place themselves under a great deal of pressure to fix people. They might also find themselves placed on a pedestal by their clients, which can result in the practitioner becoming afraid to make a mistake or disappoint their clients. We do this work guided by the divine. We are all the same. Our egos do not count in this and we are not on a pedestal. We are doing his work. So the challenge here is not worrying about being on a pedestal. It's the fear of disappointing the client. The practitioner probably disappoint a client at some point or time. And the practitioner will probably, if possible, to always have all the answers and to be in control 100% of the time. You cannot always help and save every single soul. They have got to want this as much as you have passion to help them. Practitioners can only work with those who are willing to work. And most importantly, the people who really wanted to be helped. I have learned to only help people who ask for help. I acknowledge that sometimes as a practitioner may need to take the initiative the initiative, excuse me, and extend a supporting hand. I have learned to be a better judge when and where to interfere with someone else's journey and when not to. When a client asks for help, they have come to a realization that they have lost control of certain aspects of their life and they need support. The client has now realized that they need a facilitator who can steer and guide them back on track. They finally have the willingness to cooperate. Practitioners should also be wary of using the word need, N-E-E-D, during a session. It creates an automatic feeling of lack never say you need this or you also need to fill and do this or no one needs anything clients want to be reminded of what it feels like as it may have been suppressed by a trauma and they want to be free they want to feel joy they want to feel happiness Be the facilitator in their session. Let me stop right here for a station break, please. Thank you. Thank you ever so kindly for coming back. It is disempowering for someone to think that their personal progress is in the practitioner's hand and in their ability to fix the issues that are going on. People are powerful beings. Everyone processes the ability to 
get better and be well at a different rate. And that ability can be reignited if all the Cree traumas that suppressed are resolved. The practitioner should support clients by reconnecting them to their own power and the confidence that lies within each soul. While a person may be unable to access positive emotions due to a trauma, they still have the ability to feel these emotions. So when you're experiencing during a session, the client can experience such a big shift that they can't even remember what the problem or block was. In some people, it can take days, even weeks, to integrate this new transition, but adding positive energy accesses it much quicker. The more control and secondary gain the clients actually have, the longer it may take them to heal, integrate, and change. The practitioner can help the client speed up the process by supporting the client in resolving self-sabotage and secondary gains. Self-sabotage can surface as a fear of change, a fear of success, or a fear of failure. The practitioner should make sure that they explore and exhaust all possibilities so that their client can get the most out of their session. As a practitioner, the stronger your personal boundaries are, the less likely you're going to feel an overlap of the client's stress and emotion. So that is making sure that your absorption rate is zero. A fear of feeling the client's emotions also stem from being unclear as to what your responsibilities as the practitioner actually are poor boundaries on the practitioner's part can often be the result of an invasion or a violation trauma. This can be emotional or physical. And sometimes a practitioner feels that there is no stopping or starting process between their boundaries and a client's boundaries. If there were no invasion or violation of the practitioner's boundaries, physical or personal space in the past, then there would be no fear of feeling other issues or fear of saying no. Setting boundaries and saying no may have resulted in punishment or a sense of loss of something or someone that was important to you in the past. This again resulted in fear of expressing and exercising healthy boundaries toward clients and the general public. Clients often trigger unresolved issues within a practitioner. The practitioner's body is telling them that there are unresolved issues surfacing from their past. A practitioner should never judge himself or herself or anyone else. They should make sure they resolve this unresolved issue 
as it will improve the quality of their sessions and also improve their confidence. The practitioner should never sit silently working through their own issues during a session with clients. They should always give their undivided attention to that client. If the practitioner's trauma is too strong or overwhelming to continue the session, then they should politely excuse themselves and take a five minute break and privately acknowledge the trauma that surfeit and shift their focus back to their client. The practitioner should never allow a client to see them lose control or look stressed in any way. If a client sees any sign of stress experienced by the practitioner, they may withdraw the question whether they can trust the practitioner to help them or not. It will affect the quality of the session. There are times when a client's story really touches the practitioner or the client's history might be very traumatic, hard to listen to, and even similar to the practitioner's past. The more painful the client's story is, the more the practitioner feels like helping and supporting the client. The practitioner can even become too attached to the outcome of the client's progress. This can result in the practitioner becoming too controlling and essentially sabotaging the client's session as they may try to help too much and giving too much overwhelming advice. We will talk next time about more about what the practitioner can trigger and the aspect of what the practitioner needs to save or go on with. But it's very important that the practitioner is well taken care of and that they are serving themselves before taking care of the clients to make sure that they are hydrated, they are fed, they are centered, their absorption rate is down. There's no imbalances that need to be removed at this point. And to make sure they are in a bubble with selenite, tourmaline, and hematite, and that they are shielded up and that means in the front, the back, the left, the right, the top, the bottom. All the way around and all the cracks are shielded over your home, over your loved ones. And that you are grounded deep within the Mother Earth where the waters flow, where you can absorb all of her beautiful nutrients. And your hands reached up to the sky to absorb all the light and love that the divine has to give to you. As we connect heaven and earth, we connect ourselves to a better purpose and a light that will never burn out. Namaste.